I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy. I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot. I ain't really got a lot of thoughts, I just pack them in a box. So I popped up on this pod, now I'm outside of the box. When I pop up on the clock, last thing I think is talk. See, I'm winning it now, loving it three and a thou. They peeping my style, peeping it now, steadily growing my Dow Jones. Oh no, these kids be thinking they prowl. Oh no, no, immediately throwing the towel. See, when it's different, it's different. Go position by position, ain't no issue. Commission as a commission, I just listen. They envision my vision and my division. I'm stealing, cause I be willing and dealing. Find me the trade, cause I'm a fiend. I'm a junkie, ayy, and I'm a junkie, ayy. Ain't no denying my supply, I'm a junkie, ayy. See, I'm a junkie, ayy, and I'm a junkie, ayy. Be getting high off my supply, I'm a junkie, ayy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 37 of the Dynasty Junkies podcast. Yes, we are back, people. Uh, originally thought that that last episode might be the end, but then someone accidentally cut out the final junkies out, and so I figured we had to start it back up again after that. So um, we are back. Um, it's going to be a little different going forward. Uh, probably will not be a weekly show. Uh, I'm going to do it when I can. I'm also hosting the Trade Addicts pod now, so I don't know if I can do two a week every week. And the format will also change a little as well. Uh, going to be looking to try to just do sort of one topic per show instead of trying to cover doing going all over the place, basically, with news and trades and all that kind of stuff. So uh hopefully we maybe can keep things to around an hour which is always the plan but yet never actually ever happened so uh looking forward to it though uh got two great people with me tonight of course i had to for the first episode back bring back my co-host dustin dustin church at dynasty junkie ff dustin how you doing I'm doing well, man. I saw you put out a tweet, I think a couple of weeks ago, saying that you were going to revive the show a little bit. And instantly I had to text you and I was like, hey, man, are, is this coming back? <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm in a better place now. Like I can jump on here and there. So I'm just excited to to be able to pod with you and, and just have some fun with it. Um, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you back here. And just for anybody listening, you know, because I know we have tens upon tens of listeners, um, Dustin most likely will not be uh, with me every episode. I know I have one episode I'm, I'm kind of trying to coordinate some schedules for uh, that I know he he's not going to be able to do. But uh, <laughs> but but uh, I'm hoping to have him here as often as possible. And we also have a guest tonight, uh, Scott Sidlow, uh, sometime host of the Trade Addicts podcast. Scott, how you doing? Rocky, thanks for having me on. I, I was like... I mean, these guys started a show and ended a show and the whole season basically, and then canceled it. And then here, like, I didn't even get to be on. I was like, what is, what, who am I? All right, fine. You know, so, uh, you know, hey, great to be here. Thanks for, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. You here. can bring that up with Rocky. Rocky was the, the one in charge <laughs> of getting all the guests every week. So, <laughs> yeah, do we just uh, we didn't get around to you, Scott. I'm sorry, but now now you're here. We I was been talking with Scott over the last uh, few weeks. I've been saying I want to pod with him, and and uh, I'm glad we got you on here. Um, so as I said, we're gonna be kind of doing one topic per episode, and and it seemed fitting on our first episode back uh, to do an all find me a trade episode. Find me a trade trade show here. We got three different leagues. Um, that we're going to be finding trades for. Each of us found a trade. So uh, if you've listened to the show before, you know how this goes. And I guess we'll get uh, right into the first league here, which was submitted by Jeremy Hayes at Coach Hayes 7 on Twitter. Uh, it's a 12-team PPR Superflex uh, league with no tight end premium and a 25-man roster plus taxi. Start 10. It's a QB, two running backs, three wide receivers tight end super flex and two flex uh so he says he's basically been rebuilding for the last season he's got the 101 so that went well it was an orphan he took over and revamped pretty happy with how it's gone uh has a hole in rb2 and depth issues everywhere pretty much which you'll hear when we go over the roster uh, and he's wondering if he should try and keep the rebuild or try to compete he also mentions dobbins would be a guy i love 
um, but would try to sell if I'm rebuilding. I do have three picks next year as well. He's referring to it as he's got 322 first. So uh, his roster is got a lot of nice pieces, but it definitely is still probably a little ways away from competing. He's got a quarterback. He's got uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, and then everyone else is, is very iffy. He's got Taysom Hill, Drew Brees. Uh, and uh, mostly a bunch of backups beyond that. And also, Alex Smith. Alex Smith is not a starter anymore, I don't think, Dustin. So, uh, <laughs> uh, never know. And he has Andrew Luck, which I feel you there. I got, I got my still my shares of Andrew Luck. I'm holding out for. Uh, at running back, all he's got is uh, Dobbins and Tariq Cohen and JJ Taylor. So he definitely has issues at running back. Um, which is fine in a rebuild. And he's got Godwin and Antonio Brown, McLaurin, DJ Moore, uh, Michael Pittman are his main receivers. He's got a couple other guys uh, that had some value last year, but not really much going forward. Guys like Chad Hansen and maybe Tyler Johnson and Scott. Uh, I'm sorry. That's actually the, the Johnson from the Chargers. I can't remember his first name off the top of my head now. And Scotty Miller. And then at tight end, he's got Robert Tanyan, Johnny Smith, Donald Parham, and Dan Arnold. And he also has uh, three firsts, 101, 103, 110. He's got a, a second and a few other picks. And like we said, 322 first next year. So uh, before we get into the trades, uh, we all it's funny because we all kind of did the same thing, which is what he suggested, and uh, traded Dobbins. So uh, I just was curious to get your guys' take on Dobbins because I talked about this a little on Trade Addicts last night. And I, I, I actually originally was thinking, no, maybe not. I'm not going to trade Dobbins. I think he's okay in a rebuild. But I, I think his values is pretty high. But he's definitely worth selling, mainly because I, I have a little concern going forward. He, even last year without Ingram, he, uh, you know, we were all excited with what he did, but he didn't really go off. He he didn't have more than 18 and a half points in, in any game until week 17, which did not matter for fantasy. Um, so I have concern going forward. I think you, there's going to be a Gus there, even if it's not Gus. And, and Lamar is always going to steal carries and touchdowns. But uh, Scott, what do you think about Dobbins going forward before we get into the trades? Yeah. So for me, I mean, I'm selling running backs um, in a rebuild regardless. I have no issue with him, you know, drafting or trading for them just to get that value and then, you know, move them later. Um, but to me, I just see running back and I see sell. So uh speaking specifically about Dobbins I guess I don't he wasn't I, I think he was my third or fourth running back um coming out last year so I'm not super high on him anyway but regardless it's it's less about him as it is about just the position he doesn't need those points right now so just get rid of him and add for you know he's got he's not competing next year I'm uh, just kind of looking through some of the teams in the league and seeing his competition. Um, you know, you never say never in this game. There's so much luck, but I just don't see uh, a, a true path to competing. So I'm definitely moving running backs regardless of what their names are. Okay. And Dustin, any, any other thoughts on Dobbins before we get into the trades? I, I think I'm a little higher than both the Yuan Dobbins. I just think that he's, He's a great fit. He he knows the offense now. Um, yes, he didn't have any blow-up games, but he was pretty steady in the second half of the year um, when it got towards fantasy playoffs. And I think that he's just going to be a guy that can improve. But taking in the context of this roster, like I'm definitely selling him. I think he's probably the most valuable piece on him. Um, I don't think that Dobbins is irreplaceable at running back. So that's kind of why I'm more likely to, to sell him. But I think he's going to be a very solid like high end uh, or low end running back one high end running back two. Like I, I ha have him probably the nine to 14 range um, finishing there, which, you know, is, is still solid. Um, but like you said, Rocky, he didn't have any of those games, but I'm not too worried about it just because of where that team was. We already know he was not back. They've already, they've already released him. Yes. I think, I think it actually might be Gus that's back. I'm, I, I think Dobbins will take over that lead role and I think he'll be, uh, he'll be a good starter, but I, I definitely like selling him high. Like there's still a lot of Dobbins truthers out there. 
that and, and he still holds a lot of value. So I'm, I'm definitely fine selling him. And that's uh, and looking at the roster and looking at the trades we came up with. Like, like you said, like that's, we all came up with trades for Dobbins. So, yeah. And uh, I guess I'll get into mine first. Uh, the one I came up with was trading Dobbins. Dobbins plus, I said to, to team Kermit defrog one for one Oh four uh, and Sutton. Um, and I was thinking possibly Dobbins and Janu and maybe two Oh three or something like that. Um, the reason I wanted to do this is my thinking was gives them the 101, the 103, the 104. I'm actually a little more bullish on this team, too, uh, than you guys are. It, it's still very thin, but I, I like a lot of the pieces there. You can get Lawrence at 101. I mean, I know we can't expect Lawrence to be, you know, the QB one in year one. But I think if he has those three picks, he could he could draft, uh, you know, potential starters there. He still has a second uh, and 110 if he does that. And. Uh, you could draft Lawrence if he wanted to try and compete this year. He could draft two running backs at 103 and 104, um, or maybe just parlay that into more picks, whatever he wants to do. Uh, but I like it a lot, getting getting the three of the top four picks to help with the rebuild. And if the guy would accept that, which I think it's uh, a pretty decent trade, then he still has his 322 first next year, um, which you can either use for ammo if he does surprisingly compete or – uh, or else just keep building. So, so what do you think of that one, Scott? Yeah, um, I love Sutton, so I'm definitely on board there. And you know, getting another high pick is definitely going to help out. And I think I want to touch on what you said. Like, um, I don't, I don't think that I'm not necessarily. You said you're more bullish on him than we are. I don't, you know, I don't think it's a bad roster by any means. I just don't really see um, a definite compete path next season. So I'd rather just take this time to solidify right now with using the assets that he has to just build more value over the next year or so. Um, and so definitely that trade, uh, getting a guy like Sutton who. I mean, by November, he could be going for two firsts. I mean, he's, you know, if yeah. he gets a quarterback, oh, man. Yeah. And even even with Drew Locke, he showed nice rapport a couple years ago. So uh, very excited about him there. Um, you know, overall, moving guys like, you know, a guy like Janu, who's going to be a free agent, um, definitely makes sense, too. So I like maybe throwing him in. Um, you got you got to look at it again. I think you're looking at it two years out. And, you know, the guys that are not going to be helping you in two years, if you can turn that 104 into something and definitely a guy like Sutton. So, yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah. And uh, and the guy he's trading him to the reason I threw Johnny in there is, is, is the guy he's trading him to looks like he's trying to compete now. He he has guys like Zeke and, and Gordon and uh Diggs on, I mean, not that Diggs is super old, but he, he's not super young either. So, and uh, John would be immediately his best tight end. He's got the, his best tight end right now is probably Zach Ertz, which is saying a lot, or Jimmy Graham. So, um, if that guy is trying to compete now, I thought that made some sense to throw him in there. It does leave that guy maybe a little later at uh, wide receiver, uh, but he also has multiple first round picks, so he could also add some depth there at wide receiver. I'm curious if if he were to do this, um, since you mentioned, you know, you, you don't think he's competing this year and he has the 101, 103, 104. Are you then most likely in a lot of drafts, 103, 104, maybe the third quarter? I think a lot of us think the 102 pick is also going to be a quarterback. So 103 and 104, uh, maybe you draft a quarterback with one of them, but are you trying to trade one of them then? Because probably the next best guy, at least in terms of, value and ADP and things like that is probably going to be Najee. Do you, would you rather try and move that pick for something else instead of drafting the running back or do you draft Najee and then maybe hope to trade him? I, I have no problem drafting Najee, especially if he goes in the first round of the NFL draft, because then, you know, he's going to have that fifth year. Um, he is a little bit older. So you got to remember that, uh, that, you know, two to three year window on running backs. He's, he, he could definitely be two to three years. Um, but you know, he's a, he's a big dude too. So, uh, maybe he's like a Derrick Henry type where he can just keep churning out the, the touches. Um, I see what you're saying. I have no issue, uh, whatever 
take take the top three guys you want because even if you're not competing this year those guys are going to be just fine for you next year so even if uh you know if you feel like the quarterbacks are the best talents take them i mean did it hurt anyone to take herbert last year i was taking herbert at 103 in some cases last year and people thought that was nuts well look at it now i mean that's you take the quarterbacks and we just we see that every year now this year may be a little different because there's a lot of quarterbacks but uh yeah i just i don't see any issue taking whatever position here um those guys are still going to hold the value for the next season. So even if it doesn't end up being a need or he can find some value later by trading them, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It really doesn't matter. It almost doesn't matter who he takes with those picks. And you, you agree with that, Dustin? Then maybe you can get into yours too after you answer. Yeah. I, I think if I, if Najee was on, I was at 104 and Najee was there. I think you'll he could probably get a pretty good offer to from like a continue a, cont- a contending team. And I would definitely like look at that because I still think that he's you know probably two, three years out. Um I would try to you know get a, another young receiver or a a, a later pick and and get another 2022 first. Like I think right now is the time for him to start building for that draft next year. Um so I like your trade. Sutton is a, is a definitely a buy low for me. Um, I like right now is the time to buy Sutton before you know the offseason starts happening and and training camp and things like that. Like Sutton, Sutton's a stud. Like I, I love Sutton, so I love getting him in, in the one hundred four. And I, in I, a non tight end premium, I'm not worried about adding Janu or anything like that to the deal. Um, I did want to ask if uh, do you think that's do you think those ancillary pieces I added are enough to get. 104 and Sutton with Dobbins is that a fair trade or do you think that somebody might balk at that I I think like the name of Dobbins still carries a lot of value kind of like what Scott was saying like is one what would happen with Najee next year like even if he doesn't have a huge year this year he's still going to carry that value next year like the same thing's happening right now with Dobbins like he's still carrying the value regardless of how he did on the field last year that I still think just sending that name like it's hard for for like anybody to go buy young stud running backs. Like it, it, like if you don't get them in the draft, you're not getting them. So the fact that he's offering Dobbins out there, you know, and, and Jonu, even though he didn't perform this year and has been pretty hit or miss, he still has a name. Um, and, but I'm also fine if he just swaps out Robert Tanyan instead, like I would either, I meant to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be fine doing Tanyan as well. Yeah. And Tanyan was the tight end four. So like, just like having the Titan four name next to him, like I think will help get a deal done as well. So I, I think it's, it's a great starting point um, to, for a deal. Like it's a good framework. So yeah, mine was, and I'll get into mine. Mine was some similar to yours a little bit. Um, mine. So I was having uh, Dobbins to BMB Baker for Darnold, Curtis Samuel and 1.05. Um, the guy also has pick, uh, 107. So I would, I would be fine with that as well. Um, I think he only has one starting quarterback on his team right now in Dak. And I know right now there's a lot of negativity out there about Darnold, how he looked and, and things like that. But I think right now is the time to buy Darnold. He's cheap. He's going to get another shot. I still think he's a good quarterback. So you get a, a, a solid or maybe not solid, but you get a quarterback too, that you can start. Uh, Curtis Samuel is a free agent and he was actually really, really good last year. If you look deeper than the, the, the stats, um, he, I think he led the league in air yards. And so he was super productive. He's a free agent. I think he's going to go to a good opportunity and then getting 105, 107, I think is just going to like help, um, you know, help his rebuild by giving him extra pieces that he can start without losing really anything out of his, his starting lineup. Like he, and he's, he's getting that extra pick. Um, I think that I, and in this type of deal, I'm willing to add to like, you know, maybe you can Antonio Brown had a big playoff or had a big Super Bowl, like adding Antonio Brown or like Tanyan or, or one of these guys, like any, basically anybody besides Pittman on his bench, I would add to this deal as well. Like there's, there's not that many untouchables on his team. Like that, I think the framework would be there. Um, and I like getting uh, Samuel and Darnold uh, on the low before their value spikes. 
Yeah, it's always much more fun when I don't like your trades, but I, I do like this one. Uh, I, it's more fun to rip them, but I, I, I've been touting Samuel for weeks. Um, he, he's one of my guys this offseason. He's going to be a free agent. Uh, I definitely think he's going to see a value spike. He's probably going to go somewhere where he may have a bigger role, uh, or at least perceived bigger role, which is the most important thing in the non-point scoring season. And, yeah, the uncertainty around Darnold, I think maybe you can even get this done because Curtis Samuel and Darnold aren't that much on people's minds right now that you might even be able to get done for just Dobbins. But like you, I th- you know, you could add to it or decrease to the 107, and, and I think you're fine. I, I like everything you said there. Um, Scott, why don't you give any, any thoughts and then go right into yours? Yeah, I actually really like that approach. Um, being able to buy a quarterback based on talent here is uh, I don't I don't know too many people that think he's just done. Um, I really do think that maybe there's there's a chance at this point the Jets just decide to build around him. Uh, or and he's going to be in that Shanahan offense in that case, which would be great. Um, or he's going to get a shot somewhere else. I, I really do believe that at this point. So you're buying basically at the lowest point. You're still getting yourself a high pick. That 105 can replace whoever you get with Dobbins. And then you get a flyer in Curtis Samuel. If he signs somewhere, um, you know, if, if he leaves the Panthers, most likely he's going to have a perceived value bump. Uh, whether it's actual or not, you know, I don't know. Uh, but that perception could, again, he could maybe flip that into another piece or package it for another piece. Um, so, yeah, I really like that. Um, and I know we don't, you know, we don't put a lot of stock into the trade analyzers, but just, just taking a peek here between our three trades. Uh, okay. Rocky years was actually 795 to 773. <laughs> that's that's pretty damn pretty good. good. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. Okay. Um and then Dustin years comes out to if I move the pick to 107, it actually comes out to 537 to 516. So again, another another good. I mean, that's damn yeah, we're you not guys are even using these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you were saying, just when you were saying, like, hey, is that uh, even a reasonable offer? Would somebody balk at that? Well, there you go. I mean, if it's at least close, then it's it's reasonable to offer, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, as much as I love, uh, this is this is the great thing about what you guys do here is to be able to go these different paths, right? Because maybe you go, Rocky, you try that one first, and the guy's like, no, I really love Sutton. I'm not giving up a, a first and Sutton. And then you go and you offer this deal. And this guy's thinking, oh, man, I'm getting like a top five pick from last year for a quarterback who we don't even know if he's going to start again. And uh, a wide receiver who's kind of a running back, who's kind of a gadget guy who we don't even know where he's going to play. I mean, I think this trade, Dustin, I think this is awesome, man. Like, I, th- I think this is uh, this is probably the best one out of the three, I would say. Oh, sure, sure. Boost, boost, boost Dustin's ego up there, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, what, well, what's yours? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I'm thinking I, I kind of have a little personal bias into this one. Um, these are a couple guys that I'm selling and a couple guys that I'm buying. So I just I put it all together. Um, the, the team that I found happened to have a couple pieces that I liked. So my deal was uh guardians some crazy guardians name i think that was the first part of his uh long team name anyway dobbins for cd lamb in a second if he can pull cd lamb plus anything in my opinion i will take cd lamb for the next few years over dobbins productions plus taking that second and the reason that i feel so strongly about the seconds for this class is because it is very there, it's definitely top heavy. There's some good players at each position at the top, but those seconds are really going to turn into productive players um, and or just pieces that, again, are going to hold their value for at least a year. So if he wants to package them and get some more elite talent when he uh, eventually makes his run, that's going to be huge, very valuable. Now where I added to this trade is I said you could add in Tunyon. So take Dobbins and Tunyon and go for T. Higgins, Mark Andrews in a second. 
So you step down from Lamb to Higgins, um, which may end up not being a huge step down, by the way. And then if you go from Tunyon to Andrews, there's all this hype around Tunyon and what he did and with, with Rogers in that system. And then there's kind of the letdown of Mark Andrews, right? Like, oh man, this guy was supposed to be the guy. And then, you know, Lamar just wasn't thrown to him as much and whatever. I honestly think we're going to find Andrews over the next couple of years, somewhere between what he did the last two. So two years ago being maybe his ceiling and last year being his floor, but I think he's going to be a really consistent guy right in the middle there, especially as Kelsey and Kittle look up Kittle's age. He's older than you think. Um, and Kelsey's aging as well. Uh, Darren Waller's aging. So if we're talking about an elite tight end over the next few years, Andrews is going to be in the conversation, whether you love him or not, just because just by default. Um, and then again, adding a second to that piece as well. And really quick, I do want to make one note on his overall roster. And this is a great learning experience. I'm, Listen, we don't know if he tried every single waking moment to move these guys, but when you're in a rebuild and you're able to pick up guys like Tunyon um, and Alex Smith and Antonio Brown, you got to try to move them. You've got to try to get some value. And each league is its own market. So sometimes the competing teams, they didn't need a quarterback. So if you couldn't move Breeze or Smith, you know, that's totally fine. Um, you know, like I said, each league is its own market. So we don't know what the situation is on that, but when you're in this position, you have to be able to move those guys. They are never going to help you. In fact, they're only going to hurt you because they're scoring points for you now. And it's hurting your draft position. Maybe now he still ended up with the one-on-one, so he's okay, <laughs> but it could have potentially cost him. Um, you got to move those guys and get anything you can for them. Even if you're just packaging late picks. So if you have a couple thirds and you can move breeze in a couple thirds for a second something like that it's certainly not the value that a guy like that should get but it's better value for your team so you have to you have to try to take that um you know and and we knew breeze was retiring um even if alex smith comes back he again he's still not helping you win a championship so you you gotta try to move those guys I will say this guy, I did not put it in the show notes, but he did, I think, mention in DM to me that this hasn't been uh, the most active league. So he may have even tried to move those guys and just nobody because they're and that's why I think it does make sense to move Dobbins too. at least if if it's not an active league, you throw out a, a big name like Dobbins that that might spur something more than trying to sell Antonio Brown for anything or Alex Smith or anything. 100 percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like to, I really like the second trade even more. I, I, Lamb is, I think even though he didn't go nuts this year because he didn't have Dak, I still think he's so hyped. It might be hard to get Lamb plus for Dobbins. Uh, but, but I love the second one. I'm, I'm with my, uh, my co-host, uh, Russ on, on, on T Higgins. I, I love that guy. <laughs> and, and I love having elite tight ends and Andrews maybe isn't elite after this last year, but I feel like, like, like you said, he's a top five guy going forward, if not a little higher. Uh, and some of these guys are going to age out soon. So, uh, I, I like that one even more than the first one, just cause I think it might be easier to get done. Um, the Dobbins and Tanyan for, for Higgins, Andrews, um, and a second. So, uh, Dustin, any thoughts before we move on to the next league? No, you guys, um, great trade, um, and great advice about moving, moving the old guys. Like you, you got to move anybody, like, you know, you just lost all that value on your, on your team. So even I love if that you're call. Selling, yeah. Even if you're selling them, you know, even if you're only getting a third and you think you should get a second or a fourth and you or a high it. fourth and you think Take you should it. get, just get whatever you can get. Yep. Um, but we'll move on to the next one. And uh, before we do that, I just I'm looking and I see that we're at 28 minutes. So one hour appears to be a pipe dream. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, the next league was uh, submitted by Kevin Dorman at KW Dorman. Uh, and this one, I'll, I'll do the settings and I'll let you, uh, you know, babble over the rosters, Dustin. Uh, do, you ha- do you have this one up? Okay. Yep. Um, 12-team PPR Superflex, 2.0 tight end premium. It's also six-point passing TDs, minus four interceptions. It's 30-man rosters um, that are currently expanded to 34. Start 10, a QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end Superflex, and three flex. Um, and it looks like this is this is a safe league, and it looks like it's one of the DLF Championship Series League, which I actually factored a little bit into, into where I went with my trade. But, uh, Dustin, you want to get into the roster? Yeah, so he's sitting 
at quarterback, eh, it's got a lot of questions. He's got Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Drew Locke. Then he has like Jordan Love and Gardner Minshew. Um, he had Rivers, but just lost Rivers. Uh, running back, I lost got, Rivers on many a team. <laughs> yep. at, at running back, he's got Mixon, Kelly, Todd Gurley, and then he's got like Latavius Murray and Wynn Gallman. So not a lot there. Um, at, at wide receiver, he's got AJ Brown, Michael Gallup. He's got uh, Justin Jefferson, Julio Jones, Anthony Miller, Preston Williams, Darius Slayton. So he's he's pretty strong at, at wide receiver. And then at tight end, he just has Jordan Atkins and Jay Sternberger. So this team outside of of his wide receivers, I don't I don't love it. I love building around AJ Brown and Justin Jefferson, um, Gallup. Like I think that's a really really strong core. But he's he's definitely not not going to win with with the roster. He's only really got one starting running back in Mixon, and even then he missed half the season last year. And yeah, and really he isn't really a, a, a starting you know a running back anymore. Um, he doesn't have his first either, so that's that's the part about this. That or or makes, second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, he mentioned to us it was a contending team last year, made the playoffs, but lost in the second round, which seems to me kind of amazing when you look at that roster. Um, but I did notice, too, I looked on the site, he did trade Kelsey for A.J. Brown uh, in January, which I which I think might have been a mistake. Well, maybe not a mistake because the roster, the rest of the roster, I don't think is that great to begin with. Um, but I think he probably should have gotten more for Kelsey in a 2.0 tight end premium. Yeah, in a 2.0 tight end premium, like you, you just – you, you can get whatever you want. For, you should get whatever you whatever want you for want. Kelsey. Like you should have gotten AJ another Brown starting plus. tight end. Yeah, plus AJ Brown. Like right now, you don't have a tight end on uh, really a starting tight end on your on your team. Um, Atkins and Sternberger are, aren't the answer there. So um, you you put yourself in a bigger hole, I think, um, in in doing that deal. Um, but but my trade was uh, to trade Julio Jones. Um, you guys, if you guys listen back to the junkies, I'm kind of out on Julio. Um, I just his injuries and all his questionable tags is is just in his age. I'm I'm just kind of out. Um, and it's the thing about trading Julio though is lots of people are out on Julio right now, and they see the age and they see kind of the performance the last year, and it's hard to move him. And so. But I, I think I came up with a, a pretty good trade. Mine was trading Julio Jones to the dude for their second in 2021, plus Mims and Gabriel Davis. Um, I like buying Gabriel Davis pretty low, um, and I think New York's going to get a quarterback, whether or they're going to have Darnold, um, but they're going to have a better offense. So I think Mims is going to have a bounce back or you know a, a, a good second year. And I like I love Gabriel Davis. Rocky, you and I have texted back and forth about Gabriel Davis. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I think he's going to be the eventual number two there in, in Buffalo. And so I just love getting them. And they're not Mims and Davis aren't big names that are are gonna be hard to get in a deal. So getting in a second in those two pieces, I think in production wise, you might be losing a little bit of value on Julio, but I don't also see him going for a lot more than that. Um, so I'm fine getting that. I think that he needs just some extra pieces on his team. I don't think he's a contender. Um, but if some things go his way, he could be. Um, but what do you guys think? I don't think that's a bad deal uh, for Julio if you're going to trade him right now. Because like you said, it's it's so hard to trade a guy like Julio uh, at this point in the, in the non, non-point scoring season. I screwed that up multiple times on trade addicts yesterday. I said off season, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like that a lot. Cause I like, I like all this, you know, get the second, uh, I'm not sure where that second is. I don't have it up here, but, um, and then Denzel Mims, uh, is a guy I like, and uh, like you, I'm with you and Gabriel Davis. Totally. I, I love that. I, I don't know if he's, you know, he's not ever likely going to be a wide receiver one, but I think he's going to be a useful fantasy piece for a long time. Um, and it's almost sort of equivalent to me, like uh, almost three seconds for Julio, which I don't think is too bad. Uh, I, the only issue I might have is is maybe if you wait, like he, I don't think he's going to win this year any anyway. And if you wait until the season, maybe you know Julio starts with two 
nine catch hundred yard games and then you sell them and you get even more than this. That would be the only issue I have with it. But in terms of right now, I don't think you're getting more than this for Julio. Um, so if you want to just try and get out while you can, I think this is fine. Um, and, and a lot of people, uh, I'm off, often one of them, don't have the patience to wait until September to to move anyone. So, um, but uh, yeah, my thought, my thought right there on Julio was like, yeah, like, and I thought about like, oh, he might be worth more like in the season, but he also could be like, he's 32. Like, if he starts off slow, like people like just might be completely out. Like, at yeah, that point, and you're not we getting thought AJ Green Julio. might might be you know worth more early in the season, and he was never worth a damn. So, <laughs> yeah, and they even targeted him a lot early in the season, and he still he never did anything, and now he's he you you'd be lucky to get a, a third for AJ Green at this point. Yeah, um, and I just think we're in for a crazy off season. Like, I I, I heard heard rumors of Matt Ryan and and Julio Jones, and like there's the the gm is like oh we're not moving them but like that's what they say right now about everybody you know like but if he loses matt ryan like what's that do to julio you know what i mean like so i just i think there's just a lot of uh, questions there and i think this is a good like you said good deal to do now because like yes the value could go up but it could also go down from here and so like being right there in the middle i i i, I liked getting it now Okay, Scott, I'm going to throw it to you. Any any comments on this trade if you want, or you can just go into yours. Up to you. All right, well, really quick, uh, Rocky should know better than to use the, uh, the O word. Um, anyway, uh, so Dustin, you're out on Julio, but you still think you can get all that for him. Like, well, I, I, I don't think if people have real, really realized any, anything about Gabriel Davis. Mims wasn't okay. really on the field. Like, so I don't like... Like Rocky said, you're getting three three seconds, maybe, and one one of them's two ten. The second is actually two ten, so it's it's a late second, and Davis is a late second, early third. Like so, you're like yeah, two seconds and a third. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think you're 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 it's it's not unreasonable. And the the dude like he ended in third place, um, and like Mims and and Mims two ten and. Uh, Gabriel Davis did nothing for him, and like he's not going to be depending on those guys. So I like to get for him for the dude to take on Julio, like gives him a chance to take him over the top without hurting anything that he's on his team. Yeah, no, fair fair point. I mean, honestly, I'd probably take Mims in the second or Mims and Davis, like just as is. To be honest with you, like I'm, I'm those are two of the guys I'm buying. Uh, I actually have a ton of shares of Gabriel Davis, so I'm I'm kind of uh, hoping that he comes through. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely I'd I'd probably take any two of those pieces, other than maybe the 21 second and Davis, because then that, that's maybe not not quite enough, and just wait it out. Um, but yeah, so I I looked at this roster and I went, it's super flex and tight end premium, and you don't have either quarterbacks or tight ends. I was like, what What is happening? Is was the startup was last year, and you're like, what happened? Um, and then I do see that he traded Kelsey, um, and I'm totally fine actually with the Kelsey trade. I love AJ Brown. He got a lot younger. I mean, Kelsey could play another three years and kill it, or you know, the bottom could just drop out at any point. I mean, that's just how it works, right? So. Um, I do understand maybe getting back some sort of tight end, um, you know, so maybe it's a little bit undersell, but it's not horrible. But now you have all these assets at wide receiver and you're going to have to do something with it because those quarterbacks, I mean, you, you could very well end up with, there are a couple paths to like zero or one starting quarterbacks um, on this roster next year. So that's obviously not good. Uh, so here's, here's a, an interesting strategy that I'm trying out myself and it's taking the, not necessarily youth, um, cause Derek Carr and Teddy Ridgewater are not young, but they're definitely young compared to a guy like Tom Brady. So if you can take the youth and uncertainty and turn it into certainty, the one thing we know is Tom Brady's going to be. He's going to be back next year and, you know, he's going to be throwing the rock and that's what he does. So um, I would try to package one of those iffy quarterbacks and uh, try to get 
Brady. So Jack and Crack was the team that has Brady. And he also has a guy that I mentioned I like to buy, Mark Andrews. And uh, another guy, another tight end I like to buy, Irv Smith. And so if he could trade Carr or Teddy for Brady and Irv just straight up, I would take it because now he's got a locked in quarterback for next year. And again, he can, he can sell him. He can move it. If this is really a DLF championship series league, I would uh, venture to say that it's probably pretty active and that, you know, most of the owners are, are trying to improve their rosters. So um, you, you'll be able to move a guy like Brady to a contending team. What if that's you and you can use them? Great. If not, you can get rid of them because if Carr or Teddy loses their job and you get nothing for them, uh, you didn't get any points or any value, so you might as well take a risk on on getting something back plus getting a young tight end. So that's kind of it's it's um you know it's it's certainly a risky strategy, but it's just something I'm I'm looking at trying this year for my contending teams. And yeah, I'm sorry, Dustin, were you gonna say something? I was gonna say like I I would probably I would be even open to just doing one of the quarterbacks for one of those tight ends. Um, like I like um, him trying to get Brady. I just don't know that you're going to get anything added to Brady because Brady Carr, and Teddy and all, they all probably have the same amount of years starting in the league left. So I don't know that anyone's going to look at it as they're buying back years with Teddy from, from Brady, just because I, Teddy might only have a year or two. If, if that totally um, agree, it, but you got to try yeah, no, no, I, I agree with that. I just don't know, like, if he can really get it done. I would love it if he could. Um, but I'm also fine just, like, moving, like, a Teddy for, like, an Irv or something like that because I think Irv – like, I love Irv Smith, so when you said that name, I got really excited. Um, and Irv, like, I think is, is a buy low. I'm just hoping that Irv doesn't turn into, like, O.J. Howard or David Njoku. Like, I, that's what I'm, I'm hoping doesn't happen. Um, but I'm fine. Like, I, I don't know that Teddy – starts even this season like in all reality um so i'm fine moving one of those guys for for a tight end so and i was just gonna say i was actually going the other side of that which i i i don't know but if you can get in in the 2.2.0 tight end premium i think it's gonna even though irv hasn't done it yet he did bust out a little bit at the end of last year and i just think in a 2.0 it depends on the owner but a lot of guys are going to treat those tight ends like gold uh, and Irv hasn't gotten a lot of hype yet, but I still think the smart players know that, that, you know, he's coming into his third year. He did show something towards the end of last year. He had a co- I think he had a tight end one overall week towards the end of last year. So that was my only issue with that. Um, I do like the idea. I don't even know if you've said it, but I know on the notes here, you mentioned throwing Julio in um, to maybe get Andrews. Um, and, and I still don't know or if you Irv. can get. Yeah. Or Irv. Yeah. So uh, you might have to settle for Irv um, in this case, um, just like Dustin said with the the Brady. It, it, it's not necessarily buying years back thing, but uh, I think if you throw Julio in, I'm I'm fine with that too. Just because uh, I guess I'll use this as a segue right into my trade, um, which was that I, I I don't think this guy can compete this year. And for those who don't know the DLF Championship Series, there is incentive to kind of try and win, go for it, you know, in these first year or two, um, because it's a three-year thing where you get points for being first or second or third or winning the title and getting points. And after three years, there's a an extra cash payout. But I think he has no chance at that. He got none of none of those points this year, and, and this roster looks not great to me. I, I don't see how he competes with this roster, in my opinion. Um, so what I did with my trade was I just, I'm going to blow the whole thing up and, uh, and this, uh, the, the whole DLF championship series thing doesn't just end after three years too. There's a second three year run. So if you plans on staying in the league long term, I'm trying to gear him up for the second three year run basically. Um, and what I did was I traded AJ Brown and Nixon. I went big time to, to Gregory Foch, F-A-C-H. I don't know how you pronounce that. Um, and I asked for a lot, so this might this might be too much. 104, 110, Sutton, and a 22 first. Um, I did throw it into a calculator, which has an overpay for Brown and Mixon. Um, but I kind of think you do have to overpay to get a guy like A.J. Brown, and all the risk is on the pick side. Uh, even Sutton, you can argue, is a risk. We don't know his quarterback situation. He's got Judy, Fant, um, you know, other guys there. So 
I, I'd be willing to even play with this a little bit, but I think it's an okay starting offer. If the guy box says it's too much, then then maybe you downgrade to getting a 22 second um, or maybe throw Julio in there in some sort of way, uh, as we were talking about, because I definitely would want to move Julio as well. Uh, again, as we talked about previously, maybe in season, but uh, I guess, what do you think of that trade? And do you think that's asking too much for Brown and Mixon, Dustin? No, I think I think it's good to to pair Mixon with Brown. Like I'm Mixon right now, people, thing, there's yeah. some there's some questions on Mixon, but like he's still super talented. But like there's still questions with the team. He missed half the season, but we never really knew what his injury was. It was just kind of like weird the way it ended. But then you have a guy like that everyone is going crazy for right now with AJ Brown. Um, last two non-point scoring seasons in a row, like AJ Brown kind of went went big um and it has a lot of value so i like pairing the two together um and i don't think that he's asking for too much like we've already talked about sutton is kind of like a buy low um i think part of it i keep asking about if it's asking because i i value Sutton. i think a lot higher than people are valuing right now i i agree with with that on sutton so like i i like getting this this deal um and i think it's something you could get done but I'm fine adding Julio just to the deal as is like in all reality, like that's how I, I don't think he carries that much value. Maybe you can get like a small piece back. Um, I don't, I don't really know who to ask for, but just like an, another, I don't look at his roster, maybe like a Donovan people's Jones. Like if maybe getting a guy like that back or and he has Curtis Samuel. So maybe getting Curtis Samuel back, oh my like, guy. <laughs> you know, like, so just doing something like that. But I love that he has AJ Brown, but I went back and looked at the league scoring. Travis Kelsey was the number four scorer out of all positions in oh, this I, league. Travis in said he had 200 more points than AJ Brown in the scoring. Yeah. So it went <laughs> Mahomes at 438, Rodgers at 435, Josh Allen at 426, and Kelsey at 418. Like he was 21 points behind Patrick Mahomes in the scoring. Yeah. Like wow, <laughs> that's mind blowing. Well, Kelsey was ridiculous, and two point oh is a lot. <laughs> he had two weeks under twenty points. Like no wonder he made the playoffs. Kelsey literally, yeah, made yeah. the playoffs. He he really yeah. needed to get. That's what uh, that that I think caused the major problem. He needed to get more for Kelsey than just it. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound bad okay. on its face when you're thinking of normal leagues, but <laughs> yeah, two point oh though, like that is insane. If you look at what. AJ Brown has to do just to keep pace with Kelsey, like would be it ridiculous. Like more needed to come back for Kelsey. Um, like I just pulled up the scoring and I was like, whoa, like he outscored Kyler by by 18 points, outscored Russell by 25. Like it's just insane. Yeah, he like, was basically Deshaun, like third quarterback yeah. every week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um yeah. And yeah, and just with the, I always like to point this out with the, the trade, the other guy. Uh, I always like to point this out that uh, I definitely think the other guy can contend. He's a little light at tight end himself, but everywhere else, he's ready to compete. So that's why I think he might be willing to give up all these picks. Uh, maybe he wouldn't, but I, I definitely think it's an offer worth throwing out there and you start a conversation. Um, so, Scott, did we do yours? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're we're ready for the next team. So we're ready for the next one, Dustin. Um, I'll, I'll give the I'll give some of the info, and then then you can give the uh, the settings here. It's uh, submitted by Ryan Tressler at Papa Tress on Twitter. Uh, and full disclosure, I am actually in this league, which we usually try to shy away from. Not not a league that I'm in, but I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from this guy, so I feel okay advising him on trades. He's, he's not trading for the same guys I'm trading for at this point. Um, I'm total rebuild. He's he's uh, kind of going into contending, so um, it's a league where um, it's a 16-team PPR Superflex, one-and-a-half tight end premium with Devies, and the Devies you only draft the guys that are coming out the next year, so like this year, there'll be a, a a four-round rookie draft where you can draft any rookies that aren't owned and then all the guys in the 2022 class, but no one after that. So that's basically how the Debbies work in this league. Um, and 30-man roster, start 10, uh, QB, only one running back, start three wide receivers, a tight end, super flex, and three flex. Um, 
And again, like I said, it's 16 teams. So 16 team super flex is, is pretty interesting. So <laughs> Dustin, do you want to get into his roster and then maybe go into your trade? Yeah. So looking at his, his roster in a 16 team super flex, like he's got Mahomes and Watson. Um, and then he's got Tyler Heineke who might start this year. So he's actually looking pretty, I mean, in a 16 team super flex, like probably the best quarterback situation in the league. And then you look at his running backs. He's got Saquon, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Travis Etienne, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. So like he's got a lot of talent at running back as well. And then you get into his wide receivers. He's got Claypool, Higgins, Terry McLaurin, LaVisca. And then um, at tight end, he's got Higby, um, Sternberger, Oliver, Hunter Bryant. So not a lot at, at, tight end but um i think higby will have a better year um now that he has stafford there so i'm pretty fine with him at tight end there um so overall he's got a pretty strong roster a little wide at receiver but i think he's fine um and so that'll take me in go ahead i was gonna say before we get into yours i meant to mention i just wanted to say i love what this guy did because like i said i'm in the league so i this guy's been rebuilding for like three four years now the debbie league can often take a little bit longer to rebuild he had he had almost every rookie of note um he had jamar chase he had Devonte smith he had jalen waddle he had trevor lawrence he had brevin jordan he had uh and he still has travis eight he had Najee harris and he traded all of them to put this roster together within the last like month or two so i, I love what he did i love that he instead of trying to depend on all these rookies he went he went all in and 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 i think the only guys he has left is uh, atn and fryer um for this year but anyway uh i just wanted to, to point that out that i i just think that's a great move when you when you have all that especially in a deadly like this and you think you can cash it in he did he did it brilliantly <laughs> yeah uh it's a it's a it looks like a really fun roster and you know we talked i was talking a little bit about his running back depth and that's why so with my trade i have him trading miles sanders to cold-blooded for kenny galladay or court and sutton We've t- every every team we've had to trade for Cortland Sutton, Sutton. Um, so we're all kind of we're kind of on with the Cortland Sutton. Go I mean, buy right? Sutton. Yeah, I think that's the theme of this pod. Buy Cortland Sutton. That's, that's going to be the, the title. Samuel. Yep, that's going to be the title. Um, I I just Sanders didn't really show much this year. I don't know what that team's going to look like next year. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Like, there's just so many questions there, um, and. Like I had such high hopes for Sanders and he just didn't really do much. And like Galladay, I was, he didn't do anything last year. So he's a good buy low Sutton. Like we, you know, we tore, he was out for the season. So I think they're, they're both, both good buy lows. And this guy, he, he could use a little bit of running back help. I think he's fine at, 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 or he can use wide receiver depth. He's fine at running back. So I was like doing like a kind of a lateral move into a different position. Um, I would, I would prefer Sutton um over Galladay's uh Galladay's actually quite a bit older than people realize I think he's already 27 uh, or he's going to be 27 at the start of the season um which he's doesn't 27 seem like now he'll be 28 yeah. in November 28, yeah. yeah so like he's a lot older than what people think he is no I'm not super worried about Galladay but he's a free agent doesn't have Stafford anymore so he's got some more questions um Sutton's still young so um, mine, I would prefer to do Sanders for Sutton, um, but I, w- I would be fine with Galladay as well. What do you guys think? Uh, Scott, you want to go? Yeah, so after getting that background, um, I, I change everything. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love uh, what, what you said, what he did. I think that's so awesome. So many people... Um, I mean, part of the fun of rebuilding is getting all those unknowns and getting all those high upside guys and all the, you know, shiny new rookies. So I really applaud him and like turning them into productive vets. I mean, that that's amazing. So now that I look at it, um, I think we're all on the right track here. He, he has a lot of running back depth, right? So moving a running back seems to make the most sense. Um, and I honestly didn't have an issue moving any one of them. Um, I just felt like, you know, for the production at some, I mean, I think CEH is going to end up with more value this season. So that's what the only reason I would hold off on trading him, um, out of the, you know, out of the group that he has, 
but I would have no problem trading CEH if he got the right deal. And then same with Miles Sanders uh, and same with Saquon Barkley. I think Barkley, though, he most likely got him cheap. You know, either he he dropped, you know, or he traded some assets for him. Um, so in that case, then I wouldn't be trading him right now <laughs> um, as, as I uh, was suggesting. Basically, I came up with a couple of different scenarios and then based on, uh, you know, gathering some more information, I would go one direction. But uh, at this point, I, I would probably completely I would roll with Barkley just because of those two um, the two quarterbacks that you have uh, in my home dynasty league. A guy has Mahomes and Watson and not this last season, but the season before he literally didn't have like another player, like probably in the top 50 and he won. So, <laughs> I mean, just, you know, Mahomes and Watson are, are that good. So uh, especially in a 16 team, like not only do you have an advantage with one of them, but, but both of them, I mean, you're going to, you're going to massively outscore your opponent every week at the quarterback position. Um, even if you go against another elite quarterback, no one else has two elite quarterbacks. So you're, you're always going to have at least that one, uh, spot of advantage and you can fill in those others. So if you're using all the running backs as well, it gives you an extremely high floor. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely, sorry, I'm going on and on, but I love what he did here. That's so cool that you had that background. I did see dynasty junkie in there and I thought like, Oh, was that, was that one of you guys? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's, good. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was trying I would, to find I the Barkley probably... trade and, and I couldn't find it, but I, I loved it. He, he traded Lawrence, Devonte Smith, Waddle and one Oh nine, which is really like a 22 first for Mahomes, Edwards, Alaire and Claypool. I, I just, that's I thought that was a great one. So, awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy and awesome. I love it. I um love it. so Scott is not giving any trades because he's totally reversing field now. So. <laughs> nope. I love uh, what he does. Keep keep rolling. You don't you don't need me. You don't need my advice. <laughs> uh I do like uh, just to go back to Dustin's trade. I, I, I do like what you were saying too. Um and I think like like Scott said, we basically all kind of agreed on this one too, and in, in trying to kind of move some of that running back depth. Um, and, and the only thing I would say with yours is I wonder if maybe you could even get in Sutton plus for, for Miles Sanders at this point. I still think Miles Sanders has that name and has some value out there that's maybe beyond. I'm with you. I, as an Eagles fan, I'm worried about that offense being a dumpster fire next year. <laughs> and no matter how good Miles Sanders is, if, if if the offense is no good, if the line is no good, then it, they're not going to score a lot, and that and that's going to hamper them. Um, so he so he got Barkley and Pollard for two firsts and a second, and yeah. with it being Chevy, like that's depleted. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> a, <laughs> don't you can't Barkley. Barkley. Don't tell them. <laughs> okay, right, right. so I'll get into mine then and we can finish up and we'll be at least near an hour. Um, so what I did was uh, I went trading CH and 107. And uh, the, the, the guy that I, I know, the guy talked with the guy that, that, that submitted this one in and, and he loves to tell me it's not necessarily Debbie depleted because it's basically just pushing it out a year. It's, 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 he likes to think of it as a 22 first because it's not full Debbie, but CH and 107 um, to team straight cash homie for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, obviously, we talked about he I think he's ready to, to contend. His receivers are a little light. And I really think it, whether it's receiver or not, I think he gets one more stud here. And like you said, just with Mahomes and Watson, I mean, that that that's going to take you a long way by itself. And uh, I have a feeling he might not love this because if you look at his roster, it does look pretty nice, but it's all young guys. It looks like he's trying to contend, but also stay very young. And, and Nuke doesn't do that. Uh, but I just think if you throw him in there, you can you can win this. You can win this whole thing this year. Um, you got you know Nuke, Barkley, Mahomes, Watson, uh, ATN, uh, and Sanders still if if he can at least be an RB two for you. So I like getting the stud. Uh, the guy straight cash homie. He I don't know if he realizes it or not, but he needs to rebuild. He's got Christian McCaffrey and Hopkins and pretty much a bunch of junk. He's got like one. Uh, potential starting quarterback. I don't have the roster up in front of me now, but I know he had like one guy um, basically that he could depend on to be a starter this year. 
and uh, and not much else that really anywhere else on his team. So uh, and he doesn't have a lot of picks either. He has no first. I think he has like two oh eight. Um, so he gets he gets a young guy back in Ceh, um, which you know, like you just mentioned earlier in the show, Scott. You don't always want to rebuild around running backs, but if you're going to get a running back, it's a, a second year guy who's on a going to be on a five year contract. It's a pretty good bet. So, um, and I'd honestly probably be okay with doing this for any of the non Saquon running backs. I, you know, we don't know what ATN is going to be, and and we've talked about Sanders, so. Uh, and I, I just figured that that CEH might be the most appealing uh, of those three guys. Um, but uh, what what do you think of that one, Scott? Yeah, I, I think it, it makes sense. Um, I personally, with the youth on that roster, I have no problem adding a, a veteran. Um, I might go a different route as far as like maybe getting like a Robert Woods or something like that. That's going to give you good production. But I mean, you just you can't go wrong with Hopkins. So. I have no problem uh, doing that trade. I think it makes a lot of sense, especially if you want to win now. Um, yeah, I, I I love that for sure. And now knowing what he gave up for all of these different players, um, it it's not supposed to factor in to what you do going forward, but it just does. I mean, I, there's you can't ignore it, you know. And um, it, if you look at the value that he's created for his team he can definitely take a couple of these shots to go after somebody like Hopkins who may only have a couple more elite years, but um, honestly with what he's giving up, he's not really losing that much. And and you found the perfect team for that understanding the situation and what he needs. So, yep. I, I love it. Right. That was my thinking too. And then the Hopkins um, is a guy, you know, maybe you get a little cheaper than you should in the off season. Cause everyone loves to worry about 29 year old receivers and, and all that kind of, and especially a guy who, like I said, hopefully he realizes he needs to rebuild it. I, I wish I could pull his roster up while I'm talking, but I apparently am too stupid to do that. Um, but uh, <laughs> okay. I have it here. Yeah. He has, he has uh, oh he doesn't even have a quitter. He has Sam Darnold as his best quarterback. So <laughs> Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, John Wolford. Um, he's got no running backs after Christian McCaffrey. He's got Zach Ertz and Trey Burton and Ty Lafer. He's just a mess, and, and he doesn't have his first. So it totally makes sense for him to be selling Hopkins and McCaffrey and just kind of going full rebuild here. And, and maybe because of that, you know, he is. CH and 107 enough for Hopkins, maybe, but I, I think he's even more likely to take it because he need he probably knows he needs to he needs to get younger, um, even more than somebody else would. So Dustin, um, give me your thoughts so we can finish up here. Yeah, no, um, I think it's the the probably the right type of an offer for Hopkins. Um, and I think he could add a, like another small piece to it to help close it, but like I think it's a, a great starting point and it makes sense for both rosters. So I, I like it. Okay. So that um, is our last league. So that will finish us up here and we're not that much over an hour. Uh, <laughs> theme of the show here uh, besides Cortland Sutton. So uh, Scott, I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, as I said at the beginning, I've been wanting to, to do a pod with you Um I've, I've done plenty with Dustin, so who cares about that? Um, so, <laughs> but uh, uh, Scott, why don't you just let the get the people you know your Twitter handle anywhere they can find you, and just let let everybody know about you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys uh, finally having me on here, and uh, you know I love this stuff, trade addicts. So well, it's all about <laughs> the trades, right? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Sidlow S I D L O, just like it sounds. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you happen to be in a lot of leagues, um, it's what we call a portfolio dynasty. I just did, um, a super long fun podcast with, uh, our buddy, Scott Connor, uh, dynasty and chill. So you can check that out. Um, and then you could find me filling in or co-hosting with, uh, Rocky over on trade addicts. Okay. Again, thanks for coming on. And again, I am, uh, Rocky Petrella, Dynasty FF Addicts on Twitter. Dustin is at Dynasty uh, Junkie FF. Um, give us a follow. Make sure you're following the pod at Dynasty Junkies. 
and uh, follow the DAP network at DAP underscore network. And also subscribe to the DAP network, especially if you've listened tonight, you like what you heard. Uh, basically, all, all of our back episodes are pretty much only on there now because uh, we were too cheap to keep our SoundCloud after that last episode. We, were, we weren't sure if we were coming back. So um, we don't have any back episodes under our feed right now. So go back and listen to all our episodes after you subscribe to the DAP network. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. So, Dustin, make sure you don't cut this one out. Chunky's out. <laughs>